so when when an option isn't is an early exercise candidate and there's an economic benefit to exercising that option if the owner of that option forgets or chooses not to exercise the benefit goes to the other side which is the short side of the option you're listening to ibkr podcasts find more conversations at ibkrpodcasts.com Please remember any trading discussions are for information purposes only and are not intended to portray recommendations. Please listen to further disclosures at the end of today's episode. Now, welcome to our show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to IBKR Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Praisman, and it's my pleasure to welcome back the co-founders of Market Chameleon, Will McBride and Dimitri Pagomatic. Hey, guys. How are you? It's great to have you back. Ah, oh, my pleasure. We, you know, we just wrapped up a great webinar uh, on early option exercises, and we're going to take this opportunity in the podcast studio to discuss further the topic. Links to the webinar, if our listeners are interested, are going to be in the viewing notes. So, uh, Will and Dimitri, just kind of a background, right? There's two types of options, American and European style. So, American can be exercised early, while European style cannot have early exercises and assignments. So, what, you know, what we're discussing really is going to only apply to the American style options, which are really the majority of the options that trade on the major U.S. exchanges anyway. And let's just kind of start with, you know, before getting into specific reasons why calls or puts may be exercised, you know, could either of you give our listeners a quick overview on, you know, how options are used as, you know, risk management tools? If you trade options, any trader needs a effective risk management tool. Um, without it, it would be almost impossible to be successful in the long term. And when we talk about risk management tools, it's not only to help you avoid unnecessary losses, but also to trade efficiently so you could optimize your returns. And one of the, one of the key components to a risk management tool is to allow you to assess when is an option in early exercise. It's important to know uh, if it's a candidate for an early exercise and help you make that decision. Should you exercise the call or should you exercise the put? So let's start with calls, um, you know, which give the owner the right to, to buy the stock if exercised. What are some of the common reasons that a call position would be exercised early? And there could be many reasons potentially to exercise a call early. The most common is the dividend. You want to check if your call is an early exercise candidate right before the ex-dividend date. And the reason for that is that if you're a shareholder, a stockholder, you would be entitled to that dividend. The company issues dividends to the shareholders, but an option holder is not entitled to a regular dividend. And at that point, if you hold the option, you don't exercise it, you don't get the dividend. And right before the ex-dividend date, you have to make a decision. Should I exercise this call or not? And you really have to know if the option itself is a candidate for, for an early exercise because not all options are. So you'd have to go through all, all the checks um, and make a decision, should I exercise this call? And if, and if it is an early, if it is a candidate for an early exercise, and let's say you don't exercise that that call, 
well, you lose out on that dividend. Essentially, you would have a similar risk profile, but you lose out on the dividend, which is, again, if you're try, Not only trying to trade dividend, efficiently, right, like you want to optimize your stock returns. The stock drops to say it's a 50 cent dividend, you know, you, just you kind of by know you know, mathematical formula, the stock's going to drop 50% when it pays that. The dividend, right? So the, for the stock will adjust. Right? If the, the stock will adjust investor the doesn't, the dividend, if the investor holds on to that call, call, will adjust accordingly. It should so, be worth fifty percent. You know, fifty right, cents less in that case, the right correct? To buy the stock, that's why another reason. No longer have the right to. So, like, not only that, are they not going to get the dividend, you, you, you but cannot get that. They'll lose money. Paid out to the shareholders. So it'd be a missed opportunity. Are there any? Yeah, there. there you know, besides there for be you know a stock going active, are there any other? And again, I know there's um, several reasons. But are there exists, any like sort of um, uh, you know, kind of you're going to more common reason deal to going on, a or early, even if there was early, no dividend or um, nothing action, you know, going active. Also, um, if a stock is hard to borrow, sometimes you may want to exercise that that call and convert it to stock because if you own the stock, you could lend it out and potentially earn that lending fee. So if the stock is hard to borrow and you want to stay long that stock, you don't mind staying long that stock, and you could potentially earn a yield on that stock if you lend it out, that might be another consideration. There are different reasons for exercising a put. The most common reason is for the interest rate. So for the, you for know, the is it the same reasons for puts, which give the owners the right to sell the stock, um, or is there you, you know different reasons why you, a, a holder put, would exercise say, a put early? Um, there's a difference, and and it's basically a bet on selling on the shorting the stock. It's it's a bet on the downside, right, that the stock will fall, similar to shorting the stock. But there's a difference between owning a put and being short stock. If you're short stock, you borrow the stock, right? You sell it. And when you sell it short, proceeds come into your account, right? You get you get the proceeds from selling it. It comes into your account and that can earn interest in an interest bearing account, right? You have proceeds in there, either, you know, you earn interest from the broker or you buy, you know, the, the the treasury but that can earn you interest if you're long a put it's a net debit you're not earning interest on being long a put um and it's an opportunity caused by being long a put instead of short of stock so if you have a deep enough money put that acts very similar to just being short stock there's no time premium let's say nothing you know very deep into money then you may want to do that analysis to see my better off exercising the put, converting it to short stock, bringing in those proceeds to earn interest. You still have the same position of being short. Um, however, at that point, that account will start earning, earning interest. And you'd have to go through that analysis to see if it makes sense.
Dimitri, so you discussed the reasons why an investor would exercise a call or put early. early but even if the data you know, points to it being the most efficient or quote-unquote correct strategy, right? are there no reasons why an investor or trader wouldn't want to exercise to, early? To exercise. You give that up, it converts to stock, the option goes away, and you're no longer protected at that strike. So it is a decision you'd have to make and go through the analysis a cost benefit analysis is it worth um doing the exercise because once i convert that that option to stop you know that option goes away now you either have a long or short position depending on the option that you exercise What could be done? And so, like, we, you know, we, we discussed in the prior questions, you know, that you, you would be definitely losing some money on the table, leaving money on the table, or, or, you know, that call would drop in value, the dividend got paid, or, yeah. you know, so on with the and interest that's rate. That's a good the question. Well, if you is there something that they could be exercised, let's do say, to sort of um, strike? Um, at least, well, you lose not you leave lose all the profit on the table if they ended up not kind of following the efficient uh, strategy? Ability to early? limit your risk to that strike. Right. So if the stock drops, obviously you're not limited to that strike any longer. And if you wanted to actually limit yourself on that strike, well, you could turn around and buy a put on that strike. And that's where the cost benefit analysis comes in, um, where you say, well, is the dividend that I'm going to receive large enough for me to exercise the call, protect myself? on the strike by buying the put and still be left over be have enough left over to make economic sense so you could go through that exercise and you don't have to necessarily just exercise the call and be long stock if you because you're receiving that dividend you could use some of the proceeds to go and purchase a put to to uh protect you on that on that strike right and that could also make sense where you don't cash out on the total amount of the put, but only a portion of it. And same thing um, to the to exercising the put. When you exercise a put, well, your short position is no longer limited to that strike. And if you do the analysis and the scenario, you're like, if I'm going to maintain a short position from now to that expiration, um, how much do I stand to make in the interest that I'm going to earn? And what would it cost me to buy a call to protect my upside in case the stock goes back up through that strike? So there is an analysis you could do and other actions that you could take to at least benefit from some of the, you know, from some of the dividend or some of some of the interest and still create a synthetic to protect your risk. We've discussed some of the reasons why options are exercised early. You know, obviously if an investor 
or trader is short, they run the risk of being assigned early. I'm assuming that they need to look out for the you know, exact same circumstances that the long holders are looking for, just to decide whether you know, they're at risk or not to make a judgment on how to handle it. But as, you know, again, as we just discussed, it's not always black and white. An option may not be exercised early. So what are ways the other side of that, you know, you just discussed the, the holder. Um, yeah, that's how exactly they kind right. Of risk manager you're, around it. What are, you're you're what are ways the, option, the investor or trader that are short the option control can risk manage around the uncertainty of being assigned so because they have no control over whether or not they get assigned or not. Whereas the, the you know the owner holder the option, has the buyer control over whether they want to they exercise. They have the right. You'll have the obligation. So you can't stop um, from somebody else exercising that option, and you're going to and if you're on the other side of it, you're going to get assigned. Um, and if you're looking if if your risk management tools go into your portfolio and say look that you short these options and they're a candidate or you're at risk of getting assigned on these options and if you don't want to carry the risk of, of potential assignment at that point really you may want to just close out or trade around it um in a way that you're not going to carry that that risk. Um, so you really want to look at it from both sides, like you mentioned. Should I should I exercise if this is an early exercise? Should I exercise it? And if I'm short it, I have the potential to get assigned on it. Should I close out of it, um, trade out of it, so to avoid that risk? Yes. But it sounds like the, the person who is short the option would generally benefit if it's not exercised early, when it was supposed to, like by the, you know, kind of standard risk management tools. You know, it's sort of, you know, again, they could out, I guess they could out maneuver themselves and buy, you know, hedge themselves off and then it doesn't get, exactly. they don't get assigned. So when, and when an option kind of spent some extra, you know, premium early kind of hedging around thinking they're being assigned. But, but that's the accurate statement that the short, that the person who's short the position if the benefits that if it doesn't get exercised when, you know, to all things say it the should benefit be goes to the other side, which is the short side of the option. So imagine if you're, if you have a deep in the money call and you're short that deep in the money call and you're long, stock against it, right? You're carrying this buy right. Um, well, if you're not assigned on your call, then your long stock will receive a dividend, right? So you actually receive the dividend. If you're not assigned on it, you're, you're in, in your long stock, your stock doesn't get called away. That stock will receive that dividend. So yes, the benefit will go to the shorts, the, the person on the short side of that um, option if somebody forgets or chooses not to exercise an option that is a that that is a good candidate for an early exercise
Yeah, I think you know, this, this was a great discussion. Know, you know, I really, first of all, really enjoyed the webinar we just the did prior to trade the, options, uh, this podcast. That, and, um, you know, when is a now call, this podcast. Uh, so for an early any exercise, last thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with how to do the on the early exercise and assignment of options? Analysis and make it part of your risk management tools. So you don't want to um, avoid having, you know, a situation where you forget accidentally or you're not paying attention you get a sign when you don't want to you you need to always have that as part of your risk management tools um if 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 a put or call is an or is a candidate for an early exercise um so i'm just gonna leave it at that No, that, that's perfect. And again, for our listeners, uh, for more detailed information, there's a link to the webinar we just finished up uh, on this exact subject that I would highly encourage everyone to go. Thanks, It's going to be in Thanks, the Jeff. study notes. And you see edu more educational material from Market Chameleon. Go to ibkr.com, click on Education in the top right, and IBKR Campus. Then click on our contributors and look for Market Chameleon. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Jeff Praisman with Interactive Brokers. Thanks for listening to IBKR Podcasts. As always, we have more episodes at ibkrpodcasts.com. And if you're interested in learning more about interactive brokers, visit ibkr.com. We offer more trading education material, such as webinars at ibkrwebinars.com, financial and economic commentary at tradersinsight.news, market-related courses at tradersacademy.online, and quant-related articles at ibkrquant.com. The analysis in this material was provided for information only and is not and should not be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy any security. To the extent that this material discusses general market activity, industry, or sector trends, or other broad-based economic or political conditions, it should not be construed as research or investment advice. To the extent that it includes references to specific securities, commodities, currencies, or other instruments, those references do not constitute a recommendation by IBKR to buy, sell, or hold such investments. The material does not and is not intended to take into account the particular financial conditions, investment objectives, or requirements of individual customers. Before acting on this material, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and is necessary, seek professional advice. Options involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. For more information, read the characteristics and risks of standardized options, or ODD, which may be accessed through the link found in the show's notes or podcast description page.